0: Welcome to Don't Ask Me That, a local pastor podcast. It is a known fact that every local pastor in every local church is an absolute expert in absolutely everything. And this is the show where we prove that that is just absolutely not true. But we do know some stuff, and what we don't know,
1: we'll probably make up. So here is our best shot at your super hard question. Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners? All right, so this week I have with me in studio Greg Deal and Cody Cannon, two resident local
0: pastors. What's up, guys? Hey, hey, hey! What's going on, Travi?
1: Gregums, good to have you here. Awesome to be here, man. I love you guys. On, it's gonna be a good time. It sure will. All right, so what we're talking about this week is um, definitely a sensitive subject for a lot of people, um, but you know, in our experience in ministry, we've definitely run into. Um, people have experience with this, um, but a lot of people have been um, throughout their walks in the church have been either hurt or disillusioned by church um, or by yeah, church organizations um, kind of doing them dirty. And, and I know that you guys both have experience with that. Um, to a certain degree. Uh, would you guys mind sharing your stories a little bit? Yeah, uh, and and we'll even say like, maybe, maybe even more so,
0: what we're speaking to is is I think most people, if they hang around church long enough, have the option of uh, being disillusioned uh, and most likely been hurt by people in the church. I guess more so, what we're speaking to is um, people that have experienced that. Um, and then have begun questioning God or, or have altogether walked away from Jesus or maybe, maybe there are people that are still in our churches, but keep like the church and keep. Uh, pastors and keep leaders and keep uh, Christians still at an arm's length that have still been their that their, their hurt runs deep or their disillusionment runs deep and and so maybe they are still around maybe they aren't but they're um, they're skeptical of Christians uh, you know kind of categorize Christians altogether as or, or categorize the church altogether as filled with a, all hypocrites, only hypocrites, um, and so maybe that's that's more so who we're speaking to, because I think all of us, I mean, we're all going to have right. experiences of disillusionment and hurt, right. um, but but we're more so, I guess, speaking towards, um, at the, you know, the bulk of this will be towards people that have uh, decided to turn their back on the church or are still just, you know, inside, still been pent up rage or anger towards uh the church in general.
2: Right, the connection then goes from this this hurt or the situation that led to the feelings being hurt or whatever um then uh, is connected to how they believe that God has somehow hurt them or that God has abandoned them or hurt or let them down in some way. Right. Um so we're kind of addressing the the people right that are broken that are in church yeah. that don't always you know, act accordingly or in loving manners. And, right, and and, and
0: I think that that is on one hand it's right. On one hand, like like we are the church, the people are the church, and 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 like we want them to see uh, in us how Jesus is. We we want people to come into our church and walk away uh, our local church, our local on the corner of West and Eldorado Church. We want we want them to come in um, and see and get a glimpse of and feel who Jesus is as king, as god, as lord. We so we want that um, on on one hand. So so it's it's right. It's right that they, they should get glimpses. Of of Jesus, but but also to recognize that that we're not Jesus, and right. um, that, and, and we exactly. want to be, and we're striving to be, but man, we're also busted up, broken, bruised up people, also, and so we're gonna screw that up sometimes, and and so when that happens, when we don't act like Jesus, um, oftentimes people get this impression of oh well, then there then God's got nothing for me if this is the best He has to offer me is these knuckleheads, and 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 so. So many times we'd be like, well, yeah, like, sorry, (laughs) like, like, you're, you're right. You, you got a picture of our humanity, um, but it's the same humanity that exists in you. Um, don't, you know, as much as you can, if anything, see in that, oh, how beautiful God is that he would use someone as busted up as this guy, right? you know? And so that, that's really, really what we want to get to. So, so maybe if you could, uh, you've got some stories, Greg, what do you, what do you think?
2: Man, so... My family went through a pretty tough uh, time uh, when I was a young man uh, in my early 20s um, in Ohio. Uh, My parents um, were involved in leadership, and I actually was involved in uh, some manner of leadership as well. The head pastor um, of the church decided to have uh, an emotional affair with oh. one of the ladies in the church um in addition to that he was misusing funds and there were some financial yeah you know shenanigans going on <laughs> and and I tell you my mom did go through the biblical uh, mandate to approach this issue you know yeah um my father not uh, really involved in the church and and mm-hmm. wasn't really a spiritual um Uh, leader per se uh, at the time. Yeah. And so my mom kind of spearheaded that effort. So she went to the pastor um, individually, like it says in Matthew 18, to to do. Um, He wasn't hearing that. So she brought the board at the time, kind of involved them to say, "Hey, this Whoa. seems you Sounds know." Sounds like a solid lady, yeah. dude. She's she's <laughs> a rock star. My mom. Shout out to my mom. I'm a mama's boy. <laughs> um, she did it, man. She really did the right thing. Um, but let me let me tell you how it impacted her on every front when she followed this mandate. You know, then take your brothers with you um, so that everybody so it all can be heard. You right. Know, everybody right. can be on the same page. Mm-hmm. Um and uh at the end she even went to um because it was a denominational church, she oh, went to okay. the regional Whoa. the the district and then the regional level. Um and what'd they, they say? They just kept covering things up and pushing oh, things come on the It was really, really tough. Yeah. So let me say as a result of that, her faith was shaken, not because she ever doubted God or ever ever questioned God himself, but she was so confused how these supposedly godly people were allowing this sin just to... Just to flourish and, yeah, and, and the, go unchecked. And and the
0: thing is, is we can sit as pastors now in local churches, and that can infuriate us. And yet other people from the outside looking in on that would look at that and be like, well, look at what the church does. Look, look at what they do. They just sweep stuff under the rug. They're just overlooking this guy's hypocrisy. And it's like, no, they don't. I'm mad about that. <laughs> right. Like I can hear a story from however long ago that was, and that infuriates me. That's not okay. Okay. that's that you know if if i if so help me man in local church my church if you ever catch me in that kind of sin kick me out like throw me to the curb i don't wanna i don't wanna be a shepherd that that is viewed like that man but right. uh, if you've come to me that many times and i refuse to repent
2: throw me out yeah so what the solution then was for her own i think for her own sanity and her own spiritual health they they left the the church they yeah. left that that church body you know, mm-hmm. and went to a healthy church and they've been there and thrived ever since. And, Oh, well, she, praise God. You know, you know, my know? father got involved more in that church than he ever did in the prior church. Awesome. My mom stepped into all kinds of you know, meetings and, you got involved in committees and stuff so yeah. and that,
0: and then what's cool about that uh picture is is again it's there there were broken b- busted up people in that other church too mm-hmm. you know people with sin in their lives and wanting to be like Jesus there too but we're able to get plugged in there and thrive and grow and alongside all the other um messed up people and so so again like that i think that's a beautiful picture of it's not the church and it's not God it's people and like and so in this other church uh it was handled in a in a really you know hypocritical, horrible way. And, and I just think, you know, I applaud, uh, solid believers like your mom that that Mm -hmm. don't hold God accountable for, you know, the brokenness that she saw in some people, some big gaping flaws that she saw in some people. Um, and so she said, I have to leave this place, um, but I'm going to another place that's not perfect. That's right. not, you know, that's not like heaven on earth. It is, it's people right. and, and, what was able to grow and thrive. And that's awesome.
2: And let me also say the process for my mom was not, um, a quick one. Oh, okay. So it wasn't, you know, something happened, a situation happened, you know, a week later, she's having a conversation with, with the pastor and it doesn't work. And then two weeks later, you know, something, and then a month later she left the church. Right. That's not how it went right. down. Mm-hmm. It was It was, I think, over a course of like a year and a half to almost two years of Mm. trying to do the right thing, stick it out, which really opened her up for a lot of hurt because there was a lot of unresolved problems. And it's like Mm -hmm. she didn't know how to handle that on an emotional side. And it did impact her, you know, uh, Yeah, again, dude, so. I just want to meet your mom, dude. Yes. Like, she sounds <laughs> so,
0: like an awesome lady. A little
2: shout to my mom when I was yeah. young, a little kid. I knew my mom was close to Jesus. So if I ever needed some something from God or a, a prayer request that I knew was like next level, I would just tell my, I would just tell my mom
1: them next level prayer know, requests, you know, like you know the, it, the ones that you have as a little kid. That's yeah.
2: right, that's right. Like when school. I
1: really wanted that bike, dude, when that's I really right. wanted it, you,
2: you did. I, high like, school. I remember going to my mom, and saying, "Mom, I really need you to talk to God about this." Because yeah, and it. then it
0: went, and then it went from the bike. It went from like, "Mom, I really want to date this girl." That's right. Yeah, you know what? You better get to praying because right. I really
1: mom. want improve my personality. Was... No, ask Jesus. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is. My mom would tell me the same thing, Greg, you can go to God just as easily as I do. And she always reminded me of that, right. but I trusted in my mom's faith and it yeah. really gave me a a base of an understanding of what my faith could look like. You know? That's
0: awesome. So, yeah. And, but. and so, and, and those stories are abundant, you know? Um, I think I it's kind of crazy, like uh, having not been involved in church, you know, my, in my Early on in my life, um, you know, just within the last like thirteen or fourteen years, uh, I've seen some stuff, and and just this, I I feel like a short, pr- fairly short amount of time. Um, because, but but it's just interesting that like um, some people saw the some of the stuff I saw. So so getting involved in the church that I'm in now, like and you know most of the people listening to this will already know most of the stories that I could share. Um, but so but but what I'll say is like uh, some pastoral misconduct, very very similar uh, to what what you were talking about. Um, you know misuse of funds, uh, but really behind the scenes, like hurtful gossiping, slander stuff and the crazy thing is is like i came from uh to when i when i first took my when i first took my when i took my first job at 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 the church um i came from a full-on secular company that that honored its employees that it was that was stand up uh it, it valued integrity at all times and and these things were poured into me from a leadership perspective but from a secular company and then i get you know i started working at the church and i was like oh man like just behind closed doors there is like a very lack the integrity is lacking here and it was painful man like i was like yeah, no this is and so um but i had some solid solid believers that took me it took me and like knew kind of the you know it was it was the the stuff was heading towards the fan, and there were people that, that very much knew that that was coming, and and so um, people took me aside and again. Like I was seeing the bumps and bruises of sinful people, but then I had other people who knew that I was seeing that and were concerned for me, and would take me aside and say, "No, we're not all like that. Like it doesn't have to be like that." Um, but I said many times during those you know those first couple years of ministry, I had every opportunity to. be be, uh, disillusioned. I had every, I had, you know, and most people have, <laughs> people have like been mad at God for less than some of the stuff that I saw in that and, and stuff mm-hmm. that I heard in that time. Um, but, but at the same time, I, I kept, I, I wanted to be able to, um, walk through it. And, and like, the thing is, is like, I kind of thought me and my wife thought at times, like, Maybe we're gonna lose. Our, maybe I'm gonna lose my job at some point during this time because I didn't really want to be like this. Um, but we just kind of said, "Hey, we're gonna stick it out." We loved our students. We were youth pastors at the time, and I loved my students, and I I didn't want to leave them. So you know they're gonna have to fire me if it was um, gonna go down. But it went the other way, and he got he got dismissed and asked to leave. Um, but man, it, it just I think like I I saw about as ugly. As you know, and there's worse, you know, and the more I hear about pastors with affairs, uh, the more I realize, man, there's always there's always a story that can up my stories. Right. But right. but but I saw about as much ugliness in those first that first year and a half of doing ministry than I that I ever want. <laughs> to see I, ho- I hope i don't see anything less but but at the same time like in the midst of that i also got to see the beauty of the church of being in relationship with people that loved me that loved jesus and and that's what i want people to see in me too you know like and and so anyway like i i think that we all have opportunities you stick around in church long enough dude like you're gonna be around people and you should um you should there there's you should see ugliness because we're in a broken World. So we should experience broken stuff. Unless you're in some holy huddle that only oh has a whole bunch of people that have been <laughs> Christians for 50 years and nothing else, like you there, you should have to deal with Sin. I mean, that's why we have mandates in mm-hmm. Matthew 18 and First Corinthians 5. If like if there's not church discipline happening, you're probably not in a real church. Like we right. need we need to have be around sinners and there needs to be brokenness. Now, um, I would say that probably the number one cause and, and in both of our stories it is, um, it comes from pastors. And man, I've I've experienced this very personally where you know, people are down to come to church, uh, sometimes, or they're, um, down to come to Christmas and maybe they don't hate God and they don't hate the church, but they certainly 100% don't trust the pastor, right. um, that he, he's gotta be a scumbag. Like he has to be, uh, shady. He has to be all about money. He has to be And and like, dude, I've experienced that like very, very personally that like, when, when people talk to me, you can just, instantly feel like i'm keeping you at arm's length dude because i don't know what you're about and it's like um and that's weird for me because i just i want to love jesus i don't really want to be about anything other than that but um i when so all that to say uh, the the topic of uh, disillusionment and being hurt in the church is very relevant and i think it sinks deeply into people because even if they themselves haven't experienced it they know somebody who has who has who is not in church right now who doesn't necessarily think that they're wrong like maybe it's uh, like i've i've talked with people who are in our church who uh they come to church you know they kind of keep everything armed. They're not super involved, but they still come. But they know people that have seen the same stuff as them who aren't in church and they're thinking to themselves, I don't really blame them. Listen right. to listen to their story. Let me tell you what they've been through. And it's like they they're like they feel like they're justified for not being there. And like those are hard stories, man, because they have people have seen ugliness. And so, like, listen, if you're if you're listening to this and you've seen ugliness. You've seen darkness in the church and the people in the church. Um, let me just say, man, that we're not all like that. And and the, the church is full of, yes, it's full of sinners. It should be, it's supposed to be. That's right. um, but but it's also full of a lot of people that want to love Jesus and and that are very aware of their sin and they're wrestling with it currently.
2: And let me say this, uh, if you're in a situation and not necessarily, obviously not Woodland, but, or even Woodland or anywhere else, the Harbor or any other church um, and the church is not healthy. Um, you, you follow the mandates that God has laid out. And at the end of the day, you're responsible for your spiritual well being. You know, yeah. God wants us to have a healthy relationship with other Christians, yeah. and to be involved in a church that's thriving. And, and that, so when you have a church like Woodland that is full of broken people, but yet, they they have the right game plan. Right, they have leaders that really love their flock and really right. love the, the people that come to the church. Um, when that brokenness happens, all of a sudden you see Christians rally around. Yeah, and say, you see hey, good stuff, you dude. Know, you get you get people who are made accountable um, yeah. for what's going on, and it and there's a healthy kind of uh, pulling back to you know make sure everybody's on the same right plan and, on, oh, and on it's right beautiful path. and it's like beautiful. that's when you
0: get to see like the church be the church and right. i and and even in like the horrible stuff that that like we saw and this was now it's like been like 6 years or something um even in that we got to see so many people i got to see so many people uh do just that like love me and remind me that that you know jesus it hasn't changed hasn't budged uh church is still good the church the local church is still um you know the 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 thing that the the Thing that Jesus gave His blood for—it's not it ha- that hasn't changed. It's—it's right. it's just yeah, this knucklehead uh, tried to ruin it, and the, yeah. and the, mm-hmm. and like and during that time, man, people did people did leave the church, and I and I don't I, I can honestly say before God, no, there was absolutely no bitterness in me. Like I'm like yeah, and they went just like your mom—they went to uh, a different healthier church. Um, but there were some people who stayed, and some people who walked alongside those of us, you know. Uh, at as, as a youth pastor at the time, that that stayed there with me, you know, ate meals with me and my wife to just remind me that yeah, the church is still here. We still love you. We're still here for you. Um and and that made it to the other side. And now our church is healthy and it, um more often than not shows people uh, love and shows people Jesus. Uh, it's still full of sinners. Still full of people messing up and and stuff like that. But 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 when people come into this place, they get to see Jesus. And so how cool to like stand firm and. Be like yeah it's not about this dude who's who's clearly messed, you know right. clearly lost his way um it's about jesus and and jesus you want to shut this church down you can but if you want to carry us through it um do it and and he has so far so praise god for right. that you know there are stories of redemption there right. are stories of um reconciliation and those are those are really
1: cool stories for sure and you know? um mm-hmm. yeah and what kind of what stands out to me um just about both of your stories is that like a lot of the hurt can come from like elevating just a senior pastor position yeah, over like the benefit of a church being a body of believers. Hmm. And, and that's where, you know, we see redemption come from sticking to being a body of believers and being a community for the sake of one another and for the edification of one another instead of just elevating this one dude who is flawed and, and broken. Right. just like anyone else within the church. Absolutely. And and um
0: you know that's when like passages like Romans 12 and Ephesians 4 that says we are all members of one another. Man, that's when you get to see like those things hit the ground, right? Like that's when like rubber meets road that's is right. when like it's like broken stuff is happening and yet you get to see this this beautiful picture of me being a member of you and you being a member of me, um, rather than me abandoning you or or even blaming God for your brokenness. Right. I rather we get to be a part of one another. And then, oh man, that's so
2: cool. Thinking back with in my mom's situation, she when she was going through that rough time, there was not that body hmm. there. Mm-hmm. She was so isolated, so alone. Yeah. Um, she shared that she tried to bring not just the board, but some really close friends. Um, and they sympathized with her, but they felt like they had no way to help. Yeah. Um, because this, the body at large was not, um, able to come alongside her and say yeah yeah it was, just, it, was it was an awkward situation yeah, and you know?
0: and and what we can say about I mean one thing we can say is that sucks like that's that but 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 really what that shows us is that's not how it's supposed to be exactly that's that's right. not like like even for her to be hurt by that even as a mature believer she recognizes like no this is not the way that it's supposed to be right like we're not going like like she didn't walk away from that thinking like oh church is always like this or or god is like this we walk away saying like nah that's that's wrong like that's not the way that it's supposed to be and and i would really um encourage people that have been through her and i know some of them i, I was even thinking of a of a buddy that has been through some stuff in, in a, a a close town near here um was really really hurt by the church um and, and hurt by the church uh friends abandoned him F- close family friends just you know disowned him and stuff like that but his 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 like his response was not to turn his back on the church or on God. It was rather to go into, he, he joined another local church that ended up get, going through some stuff too. But he he wanted to go in and be a picture of how it is supposed to be, you know, how it is supposed to look. And so when other when, when rough stuff started happening uh, in, in his new church, he was able to stand alongside and be. And it's just like, I'm, I'm sure like your mom can be like, A, hey, the church is beautiful and it's supposed to be a particular way um, this is wrong. This is like how this is. And, and, and man, that's such a cool picture. And like, and I, I learned, uh, and I, I used to say this a lot more than I say it now, but, um, during that, you know, year and a half of, of that drama and stuff, I learned a lot. I literally had like a a notepad (laughs) that I wrote stuff down. I learned how not to be, I I learned who that's important. Yeah. I learned Mm -hmm. how not to be a senior pastor and, and I learned, I, I learned very much what I want to value (laughs) Thank you. the <laughs> weather as a pastor and and ma- mainly for my people to know when I say something, I'm not saying something else behind closed doors. I'm, I When I say I love them, um, I, I give my energy and my life to them. Um, I want them to know that. When I call them to love, I want them to know that I am dead set on loving. And when I when I say, you know, when I talk about the gospel and when I talk about saved by grace, that's a grace that I have experienced myself and that tastes sweet to me. Um, and so I, I don't want... I, you know uh during those days like I remember hearing uh, the pastor at the time talking about uh, doing a message on love um I can't remember what the passage was or anything but i remember sitting there thinking like dude how can you do that like how can you how can you talk about that like i i've seen you behind closed doors and it's not that and for me like that was one of the things i had written down was i never want that i never want there Mm -hmm. to be a time when i'm standing up there in front of people talking about something and have them think to themselves like no dude no
2: that's not you how can you even think like that how can you even talk like that you know Spiritual abuse is real. Um, the, the the same actually the same guy um, would would get up and on a Sunday morning and literally preach to, or I should say against people. You know he would he would use an example of some stuff that was going on in the church and he would get up on Sunday morning and say. You know, where people are sitting in the pews going, I know he's talking about this yeah. thing and he's oh, pe- pre- preaching that, at oh, me. of the dude Man. I'm talking yeah. about of
0: like uh looking at elders. we talking oh, about la- lack so of bad. faith oh. and looking at them during it. It's like, come on, bro, like they like you're off. Yeah. Um but yeah. that but 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 all that to say, so like, okay, so we're um pastors, uh, you know, three of us sitting around on these microphones talking about being hurt and disillusioned by the church. Um, And we got stories, you know, Travis, Travis hasn't even shared any of his, but he grew up in this church watching drama after drama after drama and, you know, seeing family, friends leave to go to other churches through the drama and and all of that stuff. And, and, and yet we can sit in a circle like this and, and, and say to you guys, we love the church, we uh, a lot, and and believe in the church, and believe that the the church of Jesus Christ is the hope of our communities, the hope of our neighborhoods, um, and the hope of the world. And so, um, we have every reason, and you know, and there are plenty of stories that we didn't share. Um, we have every reason to be disillusioned, and at this point, we've 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 decided, and we have resolved ourselves. To stand firm in our love for the church and our belief that um, the church is full of knuckleheads and it is full of sinners, um, but belief that it is Jesus's plan to reach the world and to reach our neighbors is is the church, the local church, and and so maybe maybe what I would say to a uh, someone that would come up to me and said, "Hey, I've been through all of this hurt." I don't think I want to follow God anymore. I don't think I want to follow, or I don't want to be a part of the church anymore. Um, to them, I, I would probably just say, like, I, I wouldn't at all discredit their hurts. They're real hurts, right? Like oh, for sure. Yeah, like, they're they're real th- reasons to be disillusioned. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not deny those or discredit them. Um, if anything, I would say I probably relate to them, right? But, I, but at the same time, I would say, but... Um, you know, that was sinners, not the church. That was, that was, uh, sinners, not God. And, and so come, come back, come in and, and see that, that there actually is redemption. There is Jesus in these, in these buildings.
2: And also I would say to change your understanding of the church and what the church is. Yeah. Um, people's expectations of church leadership, um, uh, is, is different than say, a leadership in the secular world or leadership at, at their schools. Um, people that are in church leadership are people, yeah, I mean, on one hand, God. they should.
0: I mean, I mean, the Bible holds us, especially those of us who are teachers. It holds us more accountable. Yeah, oh, sure. we, we have, you know, James three one. We have every I'll, reason I'll just look to be. That. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have every reason to feel like there are higher expectations of us, and so hold us accountable. I don't mind that. Oh, yeah, for I sure. mean, look at me and say, "Yeah, dude, you need to be held accountable," and and I want you to. And every pastor should want that because God does. The Scriptures do. Um, but but when someone has been hurt, um, like. Be quick to tell them, guys. That's not how it's supposed to be. Um, I say often when when I'm preaching through a passage, especially like a passage like like Romans 12 or um, even even. Uh, passages of like the whole body of like of ephesians 5 you know like this new community this new humanity when i preach through there I, I i will often say if you are an unbeliever in this room and and maybe you think to yourselves like ah man i can't relate to this or, or something like that say I, I say i always tell them no like listen to this and as the picture of what a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, is supposed to be, this is this is who we mm-hmm. are, That's man. Complete. And and yeah, we're going to fall short. But listen to these beautiful expectations of us. Think about and and then I'll and then I'll uh, address the believers. I I always say, dude, what would we be? How effective would we be if just we took these expectations of us, these descriptions of us, and say. That's supposed to be true of me. That's how it's supposed to be. Let us strive right. for that, and and so that's what I would say to to an unbeliever or or to someone who's been hurt by the church is, First of all, that's not how it's supposed to be. If anything, man, I'll, I'll own it and say I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that's your experience. But I but I can say with the utmost confidence. Um, that's not how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be better. And the the picture of what it is supposed to be is a really beautiful picture.
1: Um, so, so right. come back. <laughs> I love yeah. that.
2: Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. So what do you think,
1: Trav? Man, I think, yeah, that if, if there's one takeaway, you know, especially for someone who's in the church, like, and it, you know, is running into people who Like their, their friends have been disillusioned or their friends have been hurt that they're trying to say like, Oh, come check out my church. And like, nah, man, I'm not really feeling that. Yeah. It's like the, the best thing that you can do is be that picture of the church. Yes. Like, like be a good church member, be encouraging, love Jesus, like love one another. And that's, you know, why, why we see verses that say like, people will know us by our love for one another. It's like love one another really well. Like be a good member of the church. Right. And like that that's where hope comes from. That's where restoration and redemption for those stories comes from.
0: Yeah, don't affirm their their disillusionment by you being out there being a hypocrite or being just like them, right? Like the, they're not gonna know Jesus if you're just like them. Be distinct, man. Be yeah. the be the picture that that we have in Scripture of a follower of Jesus, and like and the more and the closer you can get to being like Jesus, the more that they can think to themselves, like, yeah, maybe everybody isn't like those people that I I thought um, or those those. Experiences experiences that I had. Maybe church is something else. So yeah. Oh man, that's such a good word, Trav. Like give them a better picture. Give them a different one of, of the thing that hurt them, of the picture that hurt them.
2: Yeah. For those that are out there listening to this, that are in church leadership, um, that are, you know, leading Bible studies and, and doing different things that are, that are, are prominent in the church, be open to, you know, uh, what God may be doing in your life. If be yeah. open to correction, be open to people coming alongside and say, Hey, this is some sin that's going on that, that needs to be addressed. And yeah. if we're leading by example, that's the beauty right. of, of being broken and yet, you know, saved by grace and yeah. and still brought into a community and saying, Yes, we are broken, but man, we serve a God who loves us. Yeah. And uh, because of that we can love other people. And he's well. gonna
0: make it all new like it's not always gonna be all broken we're not always gonna be all messed up Mm -hmm. and and man that's that's the church that's the message of the church and that's the picture of the church is that it's this new community that is that is heading towards ultimate newness and it's not gonna be like this and and those tears Mm -hmm. you shed from your disillusionment they're gonna be wiped from your eyes and and uh and so we go and hear that message this Sunday.
1: Go, yeah, and, and, go what, and, listen and what a this better Sunday. message than, you know, a pastor or someone who refuses to repent of something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like what, what a, what a bad message of like, you know, I'm feeling kind of hurt by this. I, like, I'm not feeling Jesus from you. No, no, no. I'm not messed up. Like yeah, you, no. you misunderstood. Yeah. It's like, what a better message to say. Yeah, it, it's because I'm broken, look to Jesus instead of me. It's like, so much
0: more believable, right? right. Like like yeah. here I'm going to preach to you the gospel, the gospel that you couldn't fix you, so God does in the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, but but not me. Like like I, I don't need fixing. Like like right. that well, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I believe the gospel for me. Like the gospel's good news to me. It's sweet news to me. Um and so uh how much more believable it is if we can preach a gospel that we believe ourselves is true for ourselves get yeah. away from that yeah you can't amen.
2: get away from that amen mm-hmm. every day, we <laughs> every <be>. <laughs> day. <laughs> um,
0: all right Good so job. yeah so you're invited to church this sunday to join a bunch of other busted up people and, and man i hope you go go to a church that will preach the gospel that believes the gospel that loves jesus and wants to
1: love and strive after jesus together go to church god yeah. heals yeah he does go mm-hmm. to church all right and that sounds like a great place to end uh, you know, keep hoping in the church, and yeah. church uh, keep being something that people can have hope in, and keep pointing towards Jesus above all. Yep. All right. So Man. that that'll wrap us up for this week. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Graham's. See you next time. All right.